Hi there, this is Taylor checking in with some conservation news from the past couple weeks for Pelicanus and intentional ecology. Working in the environmental field is an experience of some very high highs and some low lows. As always, there are horrendous environmental stories that deserve our attention, action, and mobilization, but it is our opinion that you can find those headlines in many places. But there are also empowering and inspiring stories that demonstrate major conservation successes from around the globe, achieved by real people who have grouped together to create a better planet. We've been collecting these stories and messages every week for years, and I'm still surprised at how resilient and creative both nature and humans are when facing big challenges. Hi everyone, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus News. I've categorized them into restoration, drawdown, and rewilding. These stories are truly incredible and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. All right, the first category of restoration has one headline in it, and it is from mangabay.com. The United Nations declares a decade of ecosystem restoration to make peace with nature. A new report from the United Nations makes an economic case for restoration, noting that for every dollar that goes into it, up to $30 in economic benefits are created. The UN has declared the coming decade a time for ecosystem restoration, highlighting in a new report the importance of preventing, halting, and reversing ecosystem degradation worldwide. It calls on the world to restore at least 1 billion hectares, or 2.5 billion acres, of degraded land in the next decade. This is an area larger than China. It's warning that degradation already affects the well-being of 3.2 billion people. A key message of the report is that nature is not something that is quote-unquote nice to have. It is essential to our survival, and we are part of it. Second category, drawdown. Um, this is coming from CNN.com. Uh, there's a lot of articles about this, and so I just kind of made up my own headline. <laughs> the Keystone XL Pipeline Project is donezo. <laughs> the uh, CNN is saying that the developer of the Keystone XL Pipeline announced it's pulling the plug on the controversial project after the Biden administration revoked its permit in January. TC Energy, the Canadian company behind the project, said it decided to terminate the project after a comprehensive review of its options and consulting with the government of Alberta, Canada. The company said it would coordinate with regulators, stakeholders, and indigenous groups to ensure a safe exit from the project. The cancellation ends more than a decade of controversy over the pipeline and marks a big win for environmentalists who argued the project threatened the environment and would only worsen the climate crisis. The project aimed to carry oil from the tar sands of Canada into the United States, and it has been a political football for years. Really happy to see that that is completely done. And we have four, head, um, four pieces of news in the rewilding category. All of these are just incredible. Um, okay, first one, out of birdlife.org. Griffin vultures are breeding in Morocco after a 40-year absence. 
The griffin vulture is once again breeding uh, in Morocco after 40 years thanks to a reintroduction program undertaken by the Water and Forestry Department in partnership with the GREPOM uh, and BirdLife Morocco. The first step towards the reintroduction of the griffin vulture Gyps fulvus into the wild in Morocco dates back to 2017 with the release of five vultures from the Water and Forestry Department. Since then, the department, in partnership with GREPOM, BirdLife Morocco, has made tireless efforts which have helped today's success. It is a real pleasure to see griffin vultures mating and breeding for the first time at Jebel Moussa. Griffin vultures had been breeding in Morocco until the 80s, but known colonies left and the species most likely disappeared from the country thereafter, says the executive director of GREPOM, BirdLife Morocco. This next one is from msn.com. The first gray wolf pup since 1940s is spotted in Colorado. Colorado has its first litter of gray wolf pups since the 1940s, state wildlife officials have said. A state biologist and district wildlife manager each spotted the litter of at least three wolf pups over the weekend with their parents, two adult wolves known to live in the state, Governor Jared Polis announced in a news release. Most wolf litters have four to six pups, so there could be even more. The discovery comes after Colorado voters narrowly approved a ballot measure last year that requires the state to reintroduce the animal on public lands in the western part of the state by the end of 2023. Gray wolves have lost their federal protected status as an endangered species earlier, earlier this year, but they remain protected at the state level and hunting the animals in Colorado is illegal. Penalties for violations include fines, jail time, and a loss of hunting license privileges. Really excited to see that. Back over to the Mediterranean. This one is out of Reuters.com. Back from the brink, Iberian lynx population rises to over 1,000. The Iberian lynx population in Portugal and Spain rose above 1,000 last year after 414 cubs were born under a joint breeding program in a major leap towards conserving the endangered species, Spain's environment ministry said. The initiative was launched in, 20, or in 2002 when the number of Iberian lynx, a wildcat native to the Iberian Peninsula, plunged to just 94 in Spain and none in Portugal due to farming, poaching, and road accidents. By the end of last year, there were 1,111 Iberian lynx living in the wild in the region, including 239 breeding females, the ministry said in a statement. The number was a record high since monitoring of the species began, it said. With a 30% increase from 2019, this demographic curve allows us to be optimistic and to draw scenarios that distance the big Iberian feline from critical risk of extinction, the minister has said. All right, last headline here. This is from sciencealert.com. Calm. Giant tortoise found in Galapagos, a species that was considered extinct a century ago. A giant tortoise in the Galapagos Islands that was thought to have gone extinct over a century ago just came out of hiding. Researchers discovered the female tortoise on the Galapagos Fernandina Island during a joint expedition carried out by the Galapagos National Park Directorate and the Galapagos Conservancy in 2019, according to a recent statement. 
They nicknamed her Fernanda. At the time, the team was confident that the lone tortoise was the lost Fernandina giant tortoise, a species native to the, to the island that was thought extinct for 112 years due to eruptions of the Fernandina volcano, according to the statement. But to confirm, they sent blood samples to geneticists at Yale University. The team at Yale compared this tortoise's genes to those of the only other tortoise that scientists have found on Fernandina Island, a male that was discovered in 1906. The Yale team confirmed that the two were closely related and that Fernanda was indeed the same species. One of the greatest mysteries in the Galapagos has been the Fernandina Island giant tortoise. Rediscovering this lost species may have occurred just in the nick of time to save it. James Gibbs, Vice President of Science and Conservation at the Galapagos Conservancy and tortoise expert at the State University of New York, said in the statement, We now urgently need to complete the search of the island to find other tortoises. Alright, I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I look forward to sharing more in the future.